tonight on Fun With Dirt. We sit around and try to figure out how to get more people to listen to this podcast than just those of us who make it. Meanwhile, on the show, Jerry's dead, McGee's a cheapskate, still, and the Springfield Strangler strikes again. Fun With Dirt starts now. Dirt Chart Media presents Fun with Dirt, starring Danny Atwell, Justin Gregory, Miguel Pedroza, Rachel Crosby, Emily McAnulty, Robert Hunter, and Dan Mac McCloskey as the gatekeeper. The rain never let up the next day as Harry and Jay, both carrying umbrellas, stood out in the pouring rain. It seemed to mirror their mood as they found out that their co-worker Jerry was found strangled to death outside of a park near Boston Common. Griff, who was Jerry's best friend, took a week off. Old Man McGee said he would take care of Jerry's cremation for absolutely free. Convenient for him as he didn't have to pay for a plot or anything. He had no next of kin other than Griff but he had something to put his ashes in. He wasn't going to pay for an urn. Cheapskate. We'll go out of his way for customers, but when one of his own dies, there has to be a fucking price. Kinda glad Jerry was dissuaded from having that Viking funeral. That would at least been a task and a half. Uh, I'm just glad he's just contesting an urn instead of the whole fucking funeral. Do you know when Jerry's funeral is gonna be? Griff hasn't mentioned anything. I think we'll know sometime soon. First Clarence, and now Jerry. While he was our boy, I could understand Clarence not being with us. He was old. Jerry? Jerry was in the prime of his life. A strange life, but a life nonetheless. Jay looked at the burial site. One of our best works, if I do say so myself. Rain is tricky, but as long as there's no wind and everything falls straight down, I don't see his problem for us later. I'm glad the woman we fixed up from the clown commission didn't want to paint it up, but... Jay replied as several cars showed up at the site. Do you remember her name? Lorelai Connors. Apparently, she lived in Somerville. She was 40. (laughs) She didn't look 40. What age did you think she was? Well, you know, with all the makeup, she looks at least 10 years older. Oil makeup does some serious shit to your face. Just ask Demolition and Sting and all those other wrestlers. Hell, we painted our face for Lance's match, and I couldn't get that feeling off of me for a week. Yeah, and what about Kiss? They look way older than they probably were. And what's worse, you can't look at their normal faces without seeing the paint. And she died of a gunshot wound? How fucked up is that that I have to worry about protecting themselves with firearms just to do their jobs? I get a bad enough vision of killer clowns, now a Rambo Ronald McDonald? They calmed their conversation as several painted clowns started showing up. They were dressed to the nines and all within their colorful get-ups. Their faces weren't painted as normal, but with teardrops near their eyes. They piled out of the limousines, and the sheer amount within was curiously large. Jay started giggling as more and more came out. Harry was mortified. (laughs) 
They weren't trying to be funny about it, but it came out like that. Don't you see the irony in this? All I can see is my childhood horror revisiting me whenever I look at their faces. Uh, I get John Gacy, huh? No, Pennywise. Character from the Stephen King? Yep, and the movie with Tim Curry didn't help either. Seeing that movie ruined me for clowns. No Ronald McDonald, no fun clowns. I just, I just get weirded out. What about killer clowns from outer space? I loved that movie as a kid. Did that fuck you up? Yep, while the story was dumb as shit, the faces are what got me. As it had been the past several months, Reverend Norman Feast did the clown ceremony and accompanied the commission to the burial site. He read a benediction amidst the crazy nose-blowing sounds, the honking of horns, and other things they were doing in tribute to their late friend. For a clown funeral, it was kind of sad, but Harry and Jay managed to pull through it. After the procession left and proceeded to pull away to whatever their version of a wake was, Harry and Jay walked into the large tent, put their umbrellas away, and began the work of laying Miss Connors in the ground. Jay shook his head. Look at all these squirting flowers, busted balloons. If this wasn't gray, it would be dumb. I know, right? This is pollution, not remembrance. What if at some point she needs to be reinterred? I have no idea. Hey, Harry, what do you think they're called? They're called the Clown Commission. <sighs> Hell if I know. I remember that the gathering of mobsters back in the day was called the Commission. You know, Bugsy Siegel, Meyer Lansky, Lucky Luciano and shit. <laughs> you mean like, clown gangsters? <laughs> hey you, I'm gonna give you an account of ten to pay my money. Or I will squirt acid in your eyes with this fucking flower. Capiche? Damn it, Bozo! Those balloons were supposed to be filled with high-quality cocaine, not air! Don't let Craig hear you say that. He might join up. I think he's getting tired of that shit. Ah, I know I am. It's just not fun anymore. It's because we were the first ones to do it. No one else started doing that until us. Hell, even his own sister thinks it's hilarious. The wind began to blow slightly. A chill ran up Harry's spine. Whew. Boy, I tell you what, if I get a fucking cold from this little endeavor, I'm going to be pissed. I have that date with Lorraine in a couple days. Where are you going? Jay, I'm going all out. I'm taking her to Savacho's. I'm going to Savacho's for a congratulatory dinner for Vicky winning the Teacher of the Year award. I want her to make her feel better. Jay said as he grabbed the shovel and started to shovel dirt to the hole. Harry pulled up the rope system. When? Thursday evening. Same. Dude, we should totally double date. I don't know. This is literally our first date. I'm telling you, Lorraine and Vicky will hit it off. Just talk to her about it. It might take a load off. Out of the corner of Harry's eye, he saw something moving in the shadows. What the hell was that? What? Uh, maybe I'm just seeing things. El Diablo's got me jittery. So are you going to wrestle him for real? Hell no! I'm going to lure him into the ring, and when people from the fucking psych ward are going to take care of business, there's no way this asshole who is picking fights with elderly women should be walking around like they're, like that's absolutely normal. Might actually be a good match. Harry peered back at his friend quizzically. I can't believe what I'm hearing. You could totally beat his ass, dude. Remember that shit with Krampusnock? I was the only one who took the bumps, remember? My back hasn't been the same since without Vern Crescent. 
This means Lance and I could get you in shape to take those bumps. Maybe even Krampenschnack could assist. Heck, you could actually do it for charity as you told him. But now, a word from our sponsors. Let's go out and have fun. me. I know a scheme when I see one. And c c can you tell me why I have a $400 charge to my c c credit card? Huh? Isn't that camera R R Ricardo's? Did, 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 did he let you Borrow that? You're a real Dark Time Media does not condone the buying of any product found off by this factory. In fact, we would like to say not to buy anything online or otherwise from this factory at all. Buyer beware. Hey, where the hell is my video camera? Oh, you little badger mother... Tune in to Rod, Frank, Gladys, Ollie, Willie, Billy, Darla, and Vel, as well as the rest of the gang in the second season of Brotherhood of Ridiculous People. Coming soon to Dark Charm Radio Shows. Don't miss it. Frank is watching. Back to the show. Later that night after work, Harry dialed Lorraine on his cell phone while working on the script. It rang a few times before she finally answered. Hello? Uh, hey, uh, it's Harry. Oh, hey. How's your day? Cut to the chase. We're not going out tomorrow, are we? Why would you think that? Let's just say I had this shit happen before. On the contrary, I have every intention of keeping my word to take you out. I just... Had a, an addendum, if you will. Okay. My best friend and his girl are going to be dining at the same restaurant on the same night. Would you mind if it was a double date? Lorraine? I'm still here. Well, what do you think? I don't know. Why not? Cause, you know, maybe I wanted to spend time with you to get to know you because it would be our first time going out. Not necessarily with your friend and his girl. Come on, it might be fun. Besides, after dinner, we can split off and do whatever we want or whatever. And where are you taking me? You're gonna love it. Savachos. That not-so-expensive Italian restaurant in Cambridge? Yeah, why? You mentioned that you liked Italian food. I do. I just never been there before. It's 
kind of out of my normal price range. I wanted to do something special for you. <sighs> Alright, but don't make this a habit. It might be fun. I'm willing to go. You still have to pick me up at 7.30. Yep, we're going to meet Jay and Vicky there. I gotta go. I got some things to do around the house before bedtime. I'll see you Thursday. Wait. Wait, you did what? Vicky turned to Jay as a red hue came over her face. Jay cowered back. Since they were going to already be at Savacho's, I invited them to join us for dinner. Was that wrong? Jay, you spend almost every waking moment with Harry. I, I love that you have a friend like that, but don't you just want to do things, I don't know, on your own? You live in the same apartment complex, just on different sides of the courtyard. Remember, I didn't even want to become Teacher of the Year in the first place, and you want me to feel better about it? I know, and I do want you to feel better about it. That's why I wanted to take you there. And Vicky, since when do we spend time with other couples? I think this is a cool way to take the pressure off of Harry, and maybe you can make another friend. I have plenty of friends, thank Male you. Male ones. And since we have been together and I'm not the jealous type by any means, I do wonder if you have any girlfriends. From what Harry says, Lorraine could be cool. Let's just give it a chance. If it sucks, we don't ever have to do it again. But if it's a great time, you have someone you can talk to besides me on a regular basis. Jay, I know you're a gravedigger and all, but please stop digging your own hole. Jay sighed in acceptance as he got up from the couch and walked to his phone. <sighs> okay, I'll call Harry and tell him that we changed no. our mind. No, don't do that. <sighs> Fine. I will go on one condition. If you and Harry start talking about the script, I am done. I can't be stuck between you two for hours talking about that thing. But it's getting better, Vic. I still don't care. I will read it eventually when it's finally done, but I will not be involved in your brainstorming. Jay raised his hand in a scout's honor position. I promise I will not discuss the script. I will inform Harry tomorrow at the party. The next day, Harry pulled up in the van and picked up Jay for a day's shift at McGee's. Jay walked slowly out of his apartment with a bag of clothing and a dry, cleaned suit coat on a hanger. He opened the van door, pulling his bag inside. Hey, dude, nice suit coat. Ready for tonight? Yep. Just bringing it because I won't have time to come back here after work. Understandable, but if we get really dirty, you're gonna want a shower. I'll take it at the party. Harry pulled away from the apartment complex. Jay noticed that there was a small crack in the windshield. What the hell happened there? Fucking El Diablo. El Diablo did this? What the hell did he do? Well, I was pulling out of my complex when the fucker jumped out behind Mrs. Rosenberg's maroon Impala and threw a small brick at the van. A brick would have done more damage than that. I know. <laughs> I don't even know what his plan was, but he threw like a five-year-old girl and barely clipped the window. I guess you could just tell Craig that a truck did it. Yep, and I'm gonna, too. They drove a little bit before Jay spoke once more. Are you gonna fight him? You mean wrestle him? Same difference at this point. I'm pretty sure he doesn't even know how to actually wrestle. You could basically be stretching him like in the old days. Like Ed Strangler Lewis or Luthez or some shit like that? <laughs> that would be funny. I still haven't made up my mind yet. Well, 
You need to make a decision soon. Ten minutes later, they pulled into the funeral parlor driveway. Griff was there, but not in uniform. Harry and Jay got out and walked up to him. Hey, Griff. What's going on, big man? Uh, not much, man. Uh, how are you holding up? Griff extended his thumb and pointed it over at the morgue. Jerry's being cremated as we speak. Were you able to get an urn? Hell no. McGee wouldn't budge, so I had this. Griff lifted an old green Rambo lunchbox from the 80s. It was metal and the paint seemed to be immaculate. I remember those. My mom got me a Super Friends one when I was in school. How, how come it's shiny? They put polyurethane on it to keep the paint fresh. You're going to put his ashes in a metal lunchbox. This was Jerry's most prized possession. He used to keep his weed in here. <laughs> Where is it now? Griff stared at Harry with his glazed and red eyes. Where do you think it went, smartass? Harry's eyes widened as it finally dawned on him. Oh, <laughs> He nudged him with his elbow. Because I had to do this, I've also decided I'm putting in my retirement papers now. I can't work for a guy anymore that would stiff Jerry on a fucking urn. Oh? Yep. Listen, I'd also keep an eye out for other prospects, too. I hear us finally talk about bringing in an excavator. This means that downsizing diggers is coming if it makes old man McGee aware how much money he'd save. Cheap bastard. Harry and Jay stared at each other. As if he were literally summoned out of the ether, old man McGee walked out of the crematorium and waved to Griff. Come on, he's ready. Griff lowered his head and walked to the crematorium. He's right, you know. What do you mean? He's retiring. They'd offered us to take that spot, but you never really know. But who's to say now that anyone's getting his old job? They'll most likely split us up for sure, especially if they get the excavator. Craig walked out of the office and saw them. Oh, hey, 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 you too. Hey, 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 come here, come here, come here. Uh, we have to see any more bringing this a bunch of bodies. What? How much is a bunch? Uh, 23. 23 bodies? Sheesh! Yeah, I know, fuck. They're giving their, they're giving flashes, uh, the other 23. Wait, that's... Harry tried to do the math in his head. Jay, who was much quicker, replied almost instantly. 46 bodies? Was there a surplus killing spree we missed? Craig waved them over as if to keep whatever he was going to tell them on the down low. Hey, come here, come here, come here. Shut the fuck up and come here. Alright, apparently the police... We're uh, behind, backing up cases, and are fitting the bill for uh, burials and cremations and shit, and all sorts of cool things. Uh, the mayor gave the responsibilities to us and Flacius. Uh, while this is guaranteed money and work, it's also going to be, like, literally the bare minimum. Are all these the same crime? Who knows? Who fucking cares? But there are going to be a lot of funerals in the next month or so. And what's worse, since they divided the body count down the middle, this isn't going to count in our competition with Flacius. Craig turned toward the crematorium. It would be all hands on deck. Except for, um... Except for Griff, of course. T today's his last day. A caravan of trucks and vans started pulling into the parlor parking lot. When it was all said and done, ten vans were there. And thunder in the distance. Great. This is going to suck. Yeah, royally.
Isn't it rich? Aren't we a pair? Me here at last on the ground, you in midair? Send in the clowns! Isn't it bliss? Don't you approve? One who keeps tearing around, one who can't move. Where are the clowns? Send in the clowns. Isn't it rich? Isn't it queer? Losing my timing this late in my career. But where are the clowns? There ought to be clowns. Well, maybe next year. Join us next time on Fun With Dirt. Guest starring Christine Atwell as Lorraine Green. Special effects by Zapsplat.com. Fun With Dirt is a Dark Charm Media production. Copyright 2023, all rights reserved.